When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Oh, that's the music, Barrett. And that can only mean one thing. That it's time for the middle on a victory Monday in January 2022. Happy New Year to everybody out there. And uh, it's been a couple of days since you and I have been together. Uh, A lot has transpired including the Philadelphia Eagles beating the Washington football team and later in the day finding out that they have now qualified for the playoffs by virtue of San Francisco and doing what they're supposed to be doing and uh, beating the Houston Texans and beating the green or the Minnesota Vikings respectively. Now, Barrett, do you have a connection? What's going on here? My connection's kind of messed up. Hold on a second. Yeah, your connection All right, let's stop. <laughs> well, this is not a good way to ring in the new year, Barry. No, it's I, not. I got to be honest with you. <laughs> now, I, I just got uh, what I believe was COVID on Friday. And oh, get out. Yeah, and I punched that in the face and, and got rid of it yesterday. Uh, so that's how my new year started. So uh, I but at least my Internet connection is better. I apologize for anybody that had to listen to me yesterday on my Fox pregame show because I sounded like total shit. (laughs) Uh, I had a massive sore throat and a cough and I must have sounded awful. In fact, today I probably still sound bad, Uh, but I feel a whole lot better today and ready to do some ready to do some uh, football discussion. And what a weekend, man. It was a great weekend. Great weekend. You know, I mean, the game was the game was not what I thought it was going to be. Um, I couldn't believe that we allowed them to stay in the game as long as we did. But at least they won. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, you know, I'm always the guy that's all, my glasses always have um, full. But I mean, I was, I was a little disappointed in how they approached the game and how they didn't have the intensity I thought they were going to have going into this game. It's funny because you've been very optimistic about this team, more so than always. anybody that I know. Uh, but yesterday, I predicted that. I, I knew that Washington was going to come to play, and I kind of figured that this was going to be a fight. I didn't see that they, they would go up 10 nothing again like they did on the Tuesday night game a couple of weeks ago at, at Lincoln Financial Field with Garrett Gilbert. Uh, but there, lo and behold, there you were, back down 10 nothing again. And you're like, man, what is happening here? And then it was 16-7 to at half as uh, Washington kicked the field goal uh, to end the first half. And you're sitting there thinking, man, this is going to be a game into the fourth quarter. But never did I think, even at 16-7, that the Eagles were going to lose the game. I really no, didn't. Not, me neither. Me neither. At no point did I think that um, that uh, the Washington football team really had a shot. But I just didn't like 
And I, I didn't like the way they approached the game. Now this is this isn't playoff winning football, and and they're in football. You know, they're they're in the playoffs. Right. And people don't need to understand when you go into these type of situations. Everybody's record zero on zero. You're heading into with a with a blank slate. This is no longer the team that we had in the beginning of the year when they were uh, two and five. This is a totally different team, and what they bring to the table travels. When you can run the ball consistently and 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 and, and play at least a little bit of defense. It gives you an opportunity to win, man. And I don't see them going out and seizing the day like they should be, man. They should go out there and hit guys in the mouth and and just take away all, you know, doubt that, you know, they're going to win the game. Instead, they like to have them hang around a little bit, you know, and, and you know, you just can't do that, especially with these upper echelon teams they are about right. to be facing. Yeah, this I know. On, you have double-digit teams that you're going to be facing, man. Right. I mean, you know, now we'll see what happens on, on Saturday night with Dallas and what kind of team is being fielded on either side. I mean, I right. expect I expect a lot of reserves to be playing either starting the game or or going into the game pretty early uh, from both sides, really. I don't know that there's a whole lot to gain on either side coming up Saturday night. And that's the other news is that the Eagles game has been flexed now from Sunday to Saturday night, eight fifteen. Yeah, I texted so, you that late last night. Yeah, <laughs> I knew that made your day, didn't? It? Oh, totally. I was so excited, uh, Barrett. I, I think I think I did. Uh, I went right back to sleep. <laughs> you know, I love those night games. But the thing the thing about it is, it, it'll give you know maybe the, maybe depending on what the playoff schedule is, and we don't know what it is yet. Maybe it gives them an extra day. I don't. I don't know. Maybe they'll be playing the following Saturday in the playoffs or the following Sunday. There's now a Monday night game in the playoffs that first weekend. So I don't know where they're going to, uh, you know, fall in that in that uh, uh, that schedule. But maybe it gives them an extra day. Who knows? But uh, either way, you'll have a football Sunday next week with no Eagles stress. Uh, you know, you will have, you know, just sort of waiting around to see what the, what the final seedings are right now. It looks like they'd be playing the Rams, I believe. Right. Who's right, now right, the right. two seed Dallas loses yesterday at home to Arizona. And all I see is Dallas players and coaches complaining about the referees. We're going to get into that later today, too. Uh, a lot of good quotes coming out of Big D about the officiating. But Dallas falls from the second seed all the way down to the fourth seed. Uh, which they cannot go any lower because they're a division winner. And so what that would mean is if it stays as is, I believe Dallas would then end up playing Arizona again in week one in the playoffs in another in a rematch at home. Exactly. Four or five. Um, and then the Eagles take on the Rams and the three seed is Tampa would take on San Francisco. That's the way well, it sits. Of, of, of all the games, I think we, we, um, we, we, can go into this game and have the most confidence is is the Rams. You think so? Yes. The Rams is a team that, you know, they're, they're smaller guys, you know, and, and when you can run the ball consistently on the defensive side of the ball, it, it, it bodes well for you uh, going against the Rams. They can't stop the run. Their guys are just too small. They have great pass rushers. You're not going to yeah. pass the ball on them, but you can run the ball on them consistently. So I think that's the probably the best matchup we could get going into this playoffs. Um, you know, it, it, it opens up the door. I mean, things are falling into place. Yeah. Well, you know the one I mean? the one thing about the Rams is you can't trust Stafford. No, you can't. For as good as his arm is, and he's got a great arm, no doubt about it, and he's tough, but you can't trust him. Right, right. I mean, if you're a Rams fan right now, you're you know, you're just like saying, Yeah, he's a better quarterback than Goff, but I don't trust him as far as I could throw him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that, that's that's, a that's yeah. that that is a problem for uh for 
uh, Los Angeles. So, you know, I, it doesn't matter really to me who they play. It's just, uh, you know, it's extra football. It's something that I did not expect yes. uh, at the beginning of this season. This season was sort of a fact-finding mission uh, as far as I was concerned to see whether the, the football coach was a football coach. And I think we can all agree that he is. He's a little quirky. He's a little strange at times, but he's a, he's a, he's a quality NFL football coach. And I think that he has, he has shown us that uh, throughout this, this run that they've been on over these last nine, 10 games. It didn't start out well, as everybody knows, at two and five, you're sitting here wondering, wow, what do we got here? Uh, you know, they're putting all this stuff on a quarterback that really isn't capable of handling it as far as a, as far as a passer is concerned. And the coach doesn't seem to realize this. And then lo and behold, they figured out that let's use our biggest asset, which is our offensive line. It's one of the best in the National Football League. And let's just run the football predominantly. And that's that's when they started to win. And you got to give them credit for figuring it out, albeit maybe a couple of weeks late, but they figured it out. And uh, they they became a and I they became and they became their identity and that's really where yes. they, where, they yes. where they started to win. Now you can sit here and you can you know poke holes in the schedule and say oh well they they faced a lot of crap teams. There are a lot of crap teams in the NFL. Okay? Yeah, I got I got news for people. One third of the league is garbage every year. Okay. And we were we were down there also exactly, and you were in that one third, and you've <laughs> right. elevated. We've elevated ourselves, but the bottom line is every every year there's there's dog meat teams littered throughout the league. Okay, so everybody's going to play them. Uh, yep. They went on a run where they got pretty fortunate with quarterbacks. So and that's why I'm not going to get carried away with this effusive praise for Jonathan Gannon, who everybody right. seems to be you know having this this. Um, uh, about face on you know I don't I'm not convinced yet okay because I want to see them beat a good team with a good quarterback before well, I get lies the before I get yep. crazy there lies the problem because they had Tyler Henneke looking yesterday like he was Joe Montana I know that's I know. a serious and, problem and stinks yes he does okay that's a serious problem for me you know um I I I I love the fact that this team has identified themselves as the Philadelphia Eagles. This is their brand of football. They're right. not looking to anybody else and seeing what their brand of football is. This is their brand of football. And I like it, too. I like a run-heavy team. That's, exactly. That's sort of, you know, that uh, favors exactly. my old guy sensibilities. Right. I mean, it, it's, 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 it's going back to, to, you know, that good old-fashioned slobber-knocking, hit-you-in-the-mouth, Neck roll football, you know right. that's that's my term. I, I'm calling Philadelphia Eagles football now. Right, neck roll football. Not I Grease's term. That's your term. Yes, you know what I'm saying, right. and and that's what it's all about. You know, you're going out there and pulling your will on people, and then that's that's exactly what this Eagles team is doing. What you know, what what irritates me to no end is that they still want to go out there and pass the ball. Sometimes it scared me to death that they, you know, that the the Washington football team is ranked thirty thirtieth against the pass. Because I know that's just an invitation for them to go out and 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 throw the ball, you know, all over the field. You know, it's an open invitation for them when it shouldn't be so. They should dictate who they want, uh, what they want to do on who they want to do it to. Not worry about what statistics are saying this team is doing or what they can stop or what they can't do or what you can't do. Do what you do, and what they do is run the football consistently. And, to, you know, the mere fact that they, that they can go out and, and, and they want to just throw the ball around, and, you know, it's kind of disheartening for me. But I will say this. Jalen Hurts showed me something 
these last two weeks. Mm-hmm. He does have the ability to toss the ball around. He does have accuracy. He does have touch. Mm-hmm. He can pass our way in and out of football games. Yeah, I'd you say know, the play that- he made on third and 14 where he was rolling right, rolling right, and then fired the ball to Greg Ward for oh, the first down inside the red zone. That was a great, yep. great throw. A little stop route found him. He sat yeah. down in the hole, got it to Greg Ward. Greg Ward yeah. had two – he had two great catches yesterday. I mean, mm-hmm. they're not great as far as, you know, how the catches were made, but they were great as far as keeping the chains moving. Exactly. And they were definitely factors in that game. No doubt about definitely it. Factors. No doubt about it. Um, I You know, I liked the coach's aggressiveness at near the goal line on fourth down. You know, they scored on two fourth downs. Uh, very, you know, fourth and one, fourth and two, you know, fourth and goal from the one or the two, whatever it was. But Uh I did not like the fourth down uh, in the first possession. Just take the points there, man. You know, you're down seven, nothing. You're on the road. Uh, You know, your kickers uh, aces, you know, it's a 41 yard field goal. Just take the three and let's go. Yeah. You know, sometimes, you know, you're a little too aggressive. Yeah. Um, And looking at it, the play selection wasn't good either. You know, you, he had a, a long developing play. No, it's got to be hit and miss. It's, you know, it's got to be a trap up the middle, a, a, a zone over the left side, you know, get behind those big guys in front. You know, you can't have those long development plays. Right. You can't have counter plays and, you know, misdirection plays because those plays take too long to develop. And that's playing right in the hands of what that defense does best. And that's penetrate because they have two great um, uh, guys up front with Allen and Payne. They can get penetration, which, you know, a long developing play, you know, tends to put them in a better position to go up there and wreak havoc up the field. Yeah. So you get a quick hit and play, go downhill, hand it off, get the ball out your hands quick, man. But, you know, it just goes to show he has a lot of confidence in his team, man. Did you see on that play uh, on the, on the uh, touchdown with Boston Scott where he got when stepped he, on? When he got his Kelsey? foot stepped on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kelsey stepped on his foot uh-huh. on, on his right foot, and yeah, on his left foot, Dickerson did too. Oh Dickerson yeah, stepped on his foot too. Oh, Both man. guys stepped on his foot, and he was still able to get the ball out. Man. Yeah, that was a nice flip to Boston Scott, who then continued to string it out, string it out, and Goddard uh, went out there and laid a block. And I think uh, I think uh, Devontae Smith was out there making a block too, which right, allowed right. Boston Scott to just uh, dive into the corner of the end zone there. Yeah, that was a pretty cool play. Uh, you know, there was. How about Avery committing the penalty and then uh, take getting the interception from Heineke? What was the what was that throw? That just goes to show you what that guy does. Like yeah. they, that should have been an interception if it, had he not committed the defensive holding, which was a legitimate penalty. Um, but man, like that's why that guy is who he is. Like yeah, throws exactly. like that, you know. I mean, you um, know, he he. He Tyler Henneke, and I, that's why I didn't care if he was on the COVID list. He wasn't on the COVID list. It didn't matter to me even the first game right. whether he was going to be on the list or not. He does not invoke any type of fear in me whatsoever. Oh, no, no. None whatsoever. You know, I'm not worried about Tyler Henneke doing anything. You know what I mean? So I wasn't worried about that the first game. Yeah. The second game he showed who he is. But I'll tell you what, that first half, we couldn't stop anybody. And that just goes to show – that Gannon calls games too soft in the beginning. Yeah. Way too soft, man. You can't line up where you're going to line up and play defense like that. Yeah, I know. You I know, know everybody. You got a young guy like that. It's just, I mean, you know where he's going to be at. You just can't do it, man. It's, it's a veteran quarterback would, I mean, totally rip you apart. You see how guys that don't even, that stink, were able yeah. to rip our defense apart. 
I saw a lot of stuff and continue to see it on social media and actually on, you know, on online about, you know, Jonathan Gannon's held, you know, opponents to under, I, I couldn't care less. I mean, look, <laughs> that's where I go back and say, look who they've faced. Okay. Credit the Eagles for winning right. the games and for making the playoffs and, and exceeding expectations and all that. And, and you can throw the praise where it needs to be, but I'm not going to go crazy about Jonathan Gannon and what, you know, he's held teams to, um, you know, yeah, let's right, see if right. let's see him do it against the Rams in the playoffs. He doesn't in the, in the, against the Rams in the playoffs. Then I salute him, you know, because that team's got weapons. And although they got a quarterback that I don't trust, they've got a quarterback that's you know is one of the better arms in the NFL. And they're being coached by a guy who's a pretty darn good offensive mind too. So if they do it against well, the Rams, credit to them. Well, you know what? It's, it's, that's not necessarily what I'm even worried about. I am more so worried about um um those two guys that got a receiver, Odell Beckham mm-hmm. and the other guy who's leading. He's, he's the leading Cup. receiver in the league. Cooper. Oh, Cup. Yeah, he's yeah. the leading receiver in the league. And don't sleep on Van Jefferson either. He's pretty good. Exactly. Too. Yeah. I mean, they got yeah. some weapons, you know, they could throw the ball around. Man. And I like the tight end. Oh, I like and this, him a this lot. This will be a good game, man. Yeah. And if this game is going to be won when we do play, this game is going to be won on the defensive side of the ball. That's where it's going to be won, man. They're going to have to go out there and have a good game against Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham, uh, you know, uh, all those guys. Because offensively, we'll be okay. I, you know, even with Aaron Donald being there and Jalen Ramsey, and well, that's going to be strength you know, on you know, strength. There, that, our have. our offensive line against exactly. Aaron Donald and that front—that's going to be interesting uh, theater to watch. Exactly, exactly. You know? But I think that you know, you know, you know, have running, you know, have running. We can travel with it. We can hit some guys in the mouth and go downhill and, and be successful. But I can't see us thinking that we can go out and just, um, you know, just think that we can just play that vanilla type of defense and think we're going to go anywhere in the playoffs. There's no way that we can go out and stop anybody with that type of defense. Yeah. No now, way. The Rams play the Niners on Sunday. They're at home against the Niners. Now, I don't know, you know, what teams are going to be fielding what types of lineups and quarterbacks and, and all that sort of thing. Of course, Garoppolo missed uh, this past weekend's game uh, with his situation and they ended up beating Houston anyway. But if the Rams found a way to lose Tampa, I don't think is losing to Carolina. So that would mean that would be the Buccaneers would jump into the two seed, right? Well, I don't want any part of them. There's no way I want any part of the Bucs because that's when, that's when Tom terrific, turns into Tom terrific bro right so I, I I'd rather play the Rams oh so would I yeah so would I <laughs> all day yeah but if we did if we did play it against Tom oh my goodness I'm trying to think I mean is is, is Fournette back because uh, that'll be a major a I major think, feat. I, I think he's going to be back for the playoffs at some point I don't know if it'll be the first game right um, right right yeah, see, both teams are 12 and 4, but if the Rams found a way to lose, and it's possible they could lose to the Niners. Well, that means um, the Niners have their number. Not I think right. They've won like seven out of the seven games they've played. Yeah, Shanahan, Shanahan owns them. That's one of the teams yeah, exactly. that he just doesn't lose against. So that, that would be interesting. So Tampa Bay would then, you know, Tampa's not going to lose to Carolina. Carolina's awful. Uh, my man, Matt Rule, has not done a good job this year. No, um, no, no. So, so I that, mean, you know, we're, 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 
Can we get to the sixth seed? Is there any way that we possibly get to the sixth seed? Well, the only way is if the Eagles won their game against Dallas and San Francisco lost to the Rams. Because that wow. would mean that that would mean the Niners were nine and eight, and the Eagles were ten and seven. They they lose every they lose the tiebreaker to the Niners because of head to head. So if they end up okay. tied, the Niners get the get the nod. But that Niners Rams game is going to figure in a lot of ways because you just mentioned you know if the Eagles win and the Niners lose, then they do bump up to the sixth seed, and then they would play. Let's see if the Niners lost, that would mean the Rams would win. So the Rams would stay the two seed and then they would play Tampa Bay. If the Eagles went up to six, that would mean the Rams beat the Niners. So the Rams would stay at two and the Eagles would play Tampa Bay. So mm-hmm. there's a couple different ways this could, this could, this could uh, play out. So it's, it's not a lock. For the Rams at all, there's certain different things that can happen here. I don't, you know, I don't know what are the, what are the Eagles going to do. What what would you like to see them do on Saturday? Play Jalen Hurts and the starters, or let Gardner Minshew and uh, Boston Scott take over? To be to be true, Harry, um, I really think they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna sit Hurts. I think they are. So because you know his ankle, he wants to be ankle to be full power and right going into the playoffs. Um, it's a short week. Um, Garner Mitchell is not that bad that you know they still have a fighting chance to win if he's in the game. So I could definitely see them um sitting hurts and have Mitchell go out there. Right. Um, but you know, I, I still don't know what, what Dallas is gonna do. Right. You know what 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 their place is. I mean, do they feel as though they have a, a legitimate chance of, of moving up higher in the standings? If so, I can see it. But if not, no. I mean that I mean they're losing guys. No, because they're a game behind Tampa. Okay. Okay. Tampa's got 12 wins. Dallas has eleven. So if Tampa, the, Tampa you gotta yeah. figure Tampa's gonna beat Carolina to get to 13. Yep. So there's no way Dallas yep. is gonna be able to advance any higher. They're in the four seat. Yeah, because uh, Tampa already has the the um, they already have the, the tiebreaker with them also. So you know, with I, them I beating them, uh, with beating right, Dallas, right? And Dallas can't fall down to the five, and e- even so, it would mean you know if they if they would be able to, they'd play the same team anyway. But they're not able to fall any lower than four because they're the division champ. Right, so, right. I and plus, they have um, that's in. some injuries, man. That's some injuries they need to deal with. You know, Michael Gallup's out for the rest of the season. You know, it blew his um, it blew his knee out, ACL tear. Um, Randy Gregory wasn't too healthy in this last game either. Mm-hmm. You know, he was in and out of the lineup because of his health. Um, they have some serious injuries on that side of the ball. So, um, I I I don't know. From this point, you know, I, I don't know from a from from a, the standpoint of how the Dallas is going to approach this game. I, I don't really know what yeah. they want to do. Uh, we must have a Dallas fan on here, Samuel Rowe, on the stream, telling us that Dallas can still get the two seed. Yeah, mathematically they can, but that would mean that both Los Angeles and Tampa lose their games next Sunday, right. and that's not <laughs> happening, okay? No. All right? I get no, it. They no. win the three-way tiebreaker. It ain't going to be a three-way tie. <laughs> These Dallas fans. God, they make me sick. They make me sick, Barrett. Oh, man, it would- just being a Dallas man, you know, you go to Dallas, it makes you sick, man. Oh, is that right? Oh man, I, you know, I mean, I, I played, I played for, for, 
12 years. And even after I left Philadelphia, playing in an opposing – I used to play with the Steelers. When I was with the Steelers, I hated playing Dallas. When I played with, with the, the, the Lions, I hated playing Dallas. I always hated playing Dallas. It always had that, that chip on my shoulder, well, man. Every isn't time it when I played you're, when you're with the Lions, don't you hate playing everybody? Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, when you're with the Lions, you just hate everything about everything, bro. <laughs> no, it's the worst. It's been, I think that is the most unfootball um, town in the world. You know, they really don't care about their football. They don't? They really don't. No. They care about Mr. Ford. Mr. Ford writes the checks in Dallas, so that's okay. what they care about. Or in Detroit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Our owner. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Detroit, yeah. Yeah. Now, let's get back to the game here. How about uh, what did you think of the first drive in the second half? I thought it was awesome. They kept no the ball for about half of the third quarter. 14 plays, 75 yards. They mixed it up with run and pass. And that's the one that ended with that uh, that great touchdown where uh, Jalen got his foot stepped on. But the whole drive, I thought, was really well executed and well called by the coach. Yeah, you know, they, they really implemented Boston Scott and, and Howard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Howard also in that drive. Um, I, I like how they made sure that they um, they had Howard later in the game. Yep. You know, didn't play him a lot in the beginning. And, and I tell you what, Boston Scott, dump truck, we got to give him some props, man. Dump truck went out there to play. He yeah, didn't he have did. a, you know a lot of you know big yardage, but it was it was crucial yardage. The yardage that he got. You were down on dump truck at the beginning of this season. Well, not this season. Last season it was. Oh, last was season. it last season? Yeah, the, oh, you know, okay. dump truck came in out of shape. You yeah. know what I mean? He wasn't ready to play. Right. Finally worked his way back into shape this year. Nothing but praise from dump truck. You give him an opportunity, he goes out there and he balls, man. Yeah, Every I time like he's him. had to give an opportunity, he's went out there and 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 and, <clears throat> and balled out. Then they had the. Um drive later where they got they started off i think with a holding penalty on dickerson they also had a false start on lane johnson and they survived both of those penalties and ended up getting uh close enough for a field goal to take the lead 17 16 well i you know that that penalty on dickerson man you know he's still young yet but i'll tell mm-hmm. you what he made up for it like two plays later i mean he drove i mean drove allen like 10 yards and dumped him on his head, bro. Yeah, I know. You know I what I mean? He made up for it. He, yeah. de- he definitely made up for it. Baldy's got another thing on his Instagram this morning with uh, Lane Dickerson, and uh, he does his uh, his ode to John Madden on on the block, and he isolates it, and he's like, and here's Dickerson, boom, and Dickerson, wham. See? <laughs> it's great. It's great. And that's the other thing we got to talk about before the end of the show is uh, uh, you and I have not been on the uh, – the show together since the passing of John Madden. Exactly, man. That's and that's crucial, man. Because I, I got stories for days, man. Of my interaction with with John Madden, man. Oh yeah. You know, oh man, oh man. You know, in fact, uh, well, we need to talk about that when we come back, man. Just to tell you how influential he was in my life, and you know, and 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 you know, what it was about him that you know that really, as a, as a, as a, not just a you know football player, but as a fan. Yeah, I love the bottom. You know, what I'm saying. I mean, I don't talk about layman's terms when i talk you know, i try to break down football i don't try to over talk people or, or 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 you know talk if i talk about cover two i'll tell you what cover two is i'll tell you about 12 personnel i'll tell you what 12 personnel is i try to break it down it's because of madden that i do that so it's not layman's terms for me it's actually madden's terms you know that's what usually what i when i think about it, i think of it as madden's terms because madden was always trying to teach somebody what he knew about football he never tried to hold any of his information from you. Right. If you ask him a question, he'll hit me. He'll 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 give you the world, man. So 
I, I definitely want to talk about John Madden, what he was to me and how he influenced me. All right, we'll definitely do that uh, when we come back. We're also got to talk about this railing that collapsed and almost did you see toppled that? Jalen Hurts. I mean, that was a bizarro video. I saw this right. last night. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> that was crazy, wasn't it? Uh, we got to talk about that. We also got to talk about Antonio Brown and his meltdown yesterday in the third quarter of that game, uh, the Buccaneers at the Jets. Just something that, you you know, uh, I was just like, what, what is happening? Like when you knew it was him, you're like, I'm not totally surprised. Not totally but it was still no. just so just crazy video. That's that's um, finally the end. That's, yeah. that's finally the end. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's definitely the end with Tampa. Yeah. Arians, Arians said uh, after the game that he's no longer a part of the Buccaneers. And I saw uh, Chris Lopresti, who does uh, the updates on Sirius XM and the fan, tweeted out a picture of Antonio Brown in his street clothes, his outfit with these fancy boots and his luggage standing outside uh, MetLife Stadium waiting for his Uber. Right. <laughs> while, while the game is still going on inside. Like, That's it's crazy. just crazy. All right, we got that and a whole lot more to get to. You're listening to The Middle right here on a Victory Monday. The Eagles are in the playoffs. Hit that like button. We'll be back in three. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. 
It's time to meet the Fritz & Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz & Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back to the show. Harry Mays, Barrett Brooks. And I appreciate uh, some of the people on the stream offering remedies uh, for my voice. Um, I'll be fine. Try. <laughs> Everything will be fine. Um, but I see on here some disrespect because you're going to get into a little of uh, some John Madden stories here. And our man Tone uh, said, forgive me, but the one thought I can't get out of my head is if Madden's breath stank. I mean, those, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> those clips of him speaking, and I'm like, eh. man, I'm going to tell you the truth, man. It's just. John Madden was one of those guys that, you know, I mean, talking about a storyteller, that's exactly what he was, man. He, um, I can remember my, it was my rookie year back in 95 and, um, it was the playoff game. I mean, no, it was, it was, it was the game before the playoff game. We were playing Dallas and, you know, that's the, that's the famous call. Oh, he done it again. He done it again. Right, right, right. Well, Madden was actually the, um, the television crew. Yeah. And it was, you know, he, they come in early. So on that, <clears throat> excuse me, on that, um, on that Thursday, he had came in and, um, we were out, you know, it was, it was right in the middle of the day. We had, you know, just finished practicing and, uh, they had food upstairs for us. Well, I jumped on the elevator. We're at, we're at, uh, the old vet. Right. I jumped on the elevator and who do I see in the elevator? It was, it was me and Charlie, Charlie Garner. And it was, uh, Pat Summerall and John Madden. Right. And bro. I literally went up the elevator and down the elevator like five or six times talking to John Madden on the elevator. He just kept talking and I just kept listening. That's how personable he was. We going up and down. People get on. I'm still talking to him. We get up there. We come back down. We went up and down the elevator like five or six times because I wanted to just pick his brain, just talk to him. And he knew everything about me. Here I'm a rookie. Right. Don't know anything about anything. But yet he's sitting here talking to me and, and 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 you know telling me about plays that I had and everything, man. That's that's the type of dude that he was, man. Great guy. I mean, a great guy. And then uh, when I finished my career, I um, when I first started doing games for ESPN, I was a producer inside the truck. Right. And I would be with I was with Matt Millen's crew, and uh, Matt Millen, you know him and Matt Millen, he made, he coached Matt Millen. Oh yeah. And um, you know, I mean, Matt Millen was was actually you know his his um. You know, at that point, he was like his understudy. Okay. And uh, we went out to his house, and, you know, it, it's, it's just crazy how he just opened his doors to us. Even, you know, even when I played in Detroit, um, you know, I, you know, we won the, the, the Thanksgiving game. I got to eat one of the legs on the six, you know, the six-legged uh, turducken. The turducken? Yeah. I got to eat one of those, man. Nice. He was just one of those guys, man, and I just – I just love to be in his presence. We love to be around just some of the stuff that he would tell me and the stories that he had. And, you know, the way he broke stuff down and put it in some Madden's terms or layman's terms, you know what uh, I mean? That's, that's the type of guy he was. 
great that's, guy. That's awesome. Now, in that, that elevator story, how lit, How long did Charlie Garner stay in the elevator? No, oh, Charlie Garner got off as soon as we got up to the top. You just hung in there. And <laughs> oh, Char- yeah, just, Charlie just, was out. Oh, no, Charlie wasn't trying to hear nothing. No. Charlie was not that type, bro. No. <laughs> no, Char- Charlie came to work, and once he left work, he left work. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he wasn't the type to go put anything extra in it. You know, Char- Charlie was Charlie was so good, man, that, you know, he's one of those savants, man. Smart, you know, smart as a whip as far as the, the game and how to play the game. Right. I just could imagine if he put all his time into it, like others do, he'd have been – Probably the best running back in the league at that point, man. His speed, explosiveness, yeah, how he carried the ball. But you know, football just wasn't as important to him as as as, as others. Put it right. like that. Yeah. So Kirk Her- Kirk Herbstreet probably would have uh, described him as one of those guys that really doesn't like football. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I can definitely say that. But Charlie Garner, he's he was such a special athlete, though, man. You know, people understand. Yeah. I watch him play one on one against um, AI. You know what I'm saying? And it was tit for tat, bro. He really? was just as good. Yeah, man. I mean, he was a great athlete. Great huh. athlete. You know what I mean? I mean, long arms. Um, he wasn't built like a running back. He was actually built like a DB, but he was just so fast, man. He he could he could run a four three at any point, man. Any point in his career, he could run a four three. He like he never got slow. Never. Hmm. He was just that good of an athlete. Could shoot the three, play defense. I mean, you know, in fact, you know, if you look at AI and him, they've kind of built the same as just, you know, he was thicker because he had a football body. Charlie's they were thick, built kind yeah. of the same. Yeah. All right, let's look let's look back on this right now. What do you think the Eagles, what do you think their best win is? Huh, their best win. It would have to have been last week, man. Last week because Jalen Hurts, the Giants. yeah, against the Giants. Jalen Hurts had his his best passing game as far as showing his accuracy, showing that he can take that team and put it on his shoulders without running the ball. He only ran twice, mm-hmm. yet they still blew that team out in the second half. Right. So, and and you know when they did start the game off throwing the ball, it was one really bad pass, and that was the you know the play that you know should have well almost was an interception. But other than that, man, like he hit, you know, he was hitting guys right in the hands on those passes. They were just dropping. You know, um, I mean, Goddard had a bad drop the second play of the game, first or second play of the game. Right. But he had a great game as far as, you know, mentally being in the game, understanding where his reads were, getting the ball out to the receivers on time. That was his best game. And then they still had the ability to go out there and run the ball uh, successfully. Yeah. I think that was his best game. Do so you so think that's a it better would win? Be the Eagles' best game. You think that's a better win than beating the Saints, who finish, who are eight and eight, or Denver on the road? They whipped up on Denver, who's you know they're what are the game? What are they a game below five hundred? Yeah, I think I still think those were the better game because I, I still think that um, the Giants game was the better game because you know you look at those games. It wasn't it, it it was a a total dominance as far as the offensive line. I think this was, you know, everything put together on the offensive side of the ball in which they had to show uh that they could do it and they did it in this Giants game. Hmm. You know, they just ran the ball, just, they they pummeled, they pummeled 
you know, the Broncos and 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 defensively and offensively. Um, yeah, I'd probably have I just to thought say, on the offensive side of the ball. I'd probably have to say the Broncos because I didn't think they'd win that game. Yeah, you know, I, I figured I, you know, they'd, I, they'd at least split with the Giants, and that's what they did. And they should have won both of them. They should have. They should have. They should have. You know, talking about disgrace. two drop passes and just you know he had this work. That was his worst game. Yeah. Yeah, but, the one um, at the Meadowlands was definitely his worst game. Yeah. But then it still could have been salvaged if Ragor makes the catch. Right. You know? <laughs> and how about them trying to force feed Ragor into the offense yesterday with that orbit motion, jet sweep, whatever it was, and it lost three yards in the first drive. Why? And it just totally I, threw off. I know. It threw off the rhythm of that of that drive. Yeah. It totally threw off the rhythm of the drive. They're just Why? trying to force something in here. They're trying to get right. something positive to happen for him. And it just, you know. It makes no sense. No, it doesn't. None whatsoever. Why are they trying to force feed the ball to him? I mean, he couldn't even make it to the corner. And they I mean, they, they played the play right. But why? I mean, they were running the ball successfully, running up the middle like they were doing. They give him a – throw him a bone, and it just totally messes up the rhythm. It, it kind of reminded me of how they played Hurts last year when they would bring him in, and the only thing that they would do was do the read option with right. him. It was so And they knew exactly what it right. was. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it, that, that's what it reminded me of, man. But, you know, it didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. All right. Now, we're going to get – we got to get to this uh, this situation where Jalen Hurts is walking off the field. And he's going towards the tunnel. And the tunnel is encased with Eagle fans galore going crazy. As he's approaching, they're just all like leaning over. It, it reminded me of the scene at the vet years ago, at the Army Navy game. When, oh yeah, when, remember that when there was yeah. all these midshipmen or whatever were on the on the railing, and at the tunnel, and the damn thing collapsed on hey, them. I remember. Remember that? that? Yeah, I remember that exact same thing. That it was. It really reminded me of that, except it was Eagle fans. And I'm just like thinking, you know, Jalen Hurts was walking in that tunnel, and he was walking towards the right side of the tunnel. Had he been a foot or two to the left, he'd have gotten hit. Yeah, he'd have been all on him. Absolutely. He he might have been, like, trampled, basically, by all those people coming down. And he could have been seriously hurt. I mean, it was was a crazy situation. And and when it happened, he just kind of just sidestepped and and was just like – he didn't even react. (laughs) It's so smooth, man. Smooth operator, man. Smooth operator. He kind of just – you know, what if he was – Giving guys, you know, high fives on his right, you know, yeah, and, and yeah. they'd have fell right on him, right on him, yeah, exactly. It could Crazy. have been bad, could have been bad. And then he starts helping guys up, I, I know, helping them up. And then he's allowing they're taking pictures with him and stuff on their camera right. phone. Here we go, let's run this, Xander. Good job. This is a different angle, yeah. Boom, see that I he mean, was, he, he was actually doing that. He just sidestepped, helped him up. This was taking pictures with him. See, I never saw this angle. The only angle I saw was from the from behind him. Me too. Okay? Me I too. never saw it coming into the tunnel. But that's, well, that's he was amazing. actually doing what we were saying. He was high yeah, five and fans going in. He had hands up to either side, but had he been a little bit further to, towards his left, he'd have gotten hit. Wow. Wow, that's unbelievable. Man. You imagine not having your quarterback going into the playoffs because he was hit by a, a falling stanchion at a crappy stadium? 
<laughs> right. At, at the worst stadium, probably in the division. Yeah. And then the whole rest of the league would have been having fun with the Eagles fans, you know, ruined, you know, <laughs> injured their own quarterback. We threw, set, we threw oh snowballs at Santa Claus. God. We clapped when Michael Irvin got hit. Right. We, we turned around and, and they and can't have fans, nice things in Philadelphia. Yeah. They just, they hurt their fan. They, they, they hurt their quarterback. The fans hurt their own not, quarterback. Not only the do they boo Barrett, but they, they've injured their own quarterback. Right. Oh, they took that and ran with it, bro. Uh-huh. They ran with it. Oh, That's man. ridiculous, though, man. But why, man, how close was that? It was how close. close was that? That is crazy. And and the other thing is it's the fans. Now, half of them might have been, you know, drunk off their rear end. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, but none of those guys seem to be get to be hurt either. They no. just bounced right up. Hey, let's get a picture. <laughs> right, right, right. They, they fall on their face right. and then they get up with their phones trying to Isn't get a picture. Isn't it amazing how quickly people can get their phones in the right spot for a selfie, <laughs> even after falling, like, like six feet down or whatever, onto a railing, onto the – Wow, that's unbelievable, man. Boom. When you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then uh, you know, what if some of those fans? What if, what if they are? Uh, what if they have COVID? Oh, I I didn't even, I didn't even put that in perspective, man. That's that. I mean, that's well. That's the other that's thing real. too. Like some of these these players that jump up into the crowd, like after they score, right? Exactly. You know, they're up there. You know gripping and grinning with the fans who knows right man man oh man it seemed like you know it seemed like you got to think about stuff like that i mean in every situation at every situation you know wherever you're at man you say you had a you had a, a little bout with it huh yeah i got um on friday it was new year's eve and i played golf in the morning it was awful outside it was supposed to be like really warm it really wasn't it was mild but it was shitty uh-huh. And uh, I started getting like chills and stuff, and I come home and I'm I'm watching the Alabama Cincinnati game, and I'm like started freezing, and I'm like this isn't right, something's not right. So uh, my wife takes my temperature, and it was like 101. Wow. And I'm like, I'm like, well, 101's not that bad, so we'll just chill. So I watched the game, ate dinner, and uh, this Chilean sea bass was fen- phenomenal. Oh, that um, sounds good. Right oh, now. yeah. Yeah. My wife does it really, really well. And I didn't even like feel like watching the Georgia Michigan game. I'm like, I'm going to put the DVR. I'm going to record it. I'm going to bed. Well, I made the right move because that game stunk. <laughs> and shame on me. Shame on me for thinking Michigan could actually hang in that game because I did. Well, me too. And I was, too. I was totally wrong. Uh, but I woke up the next, you know, in the middle of the night and I'm like, you know, now I've got a full on fever. And uh, woke up middle of the night, went right back to bed, woke up Saturday morning with a massive sore throat and still the fever. You know, that's 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 one of the um, of the new of the new strain. That's that's one of the things, you know, sore throat, body aches and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Well, the body aches, I, I just kind of have them every day. So I don't even really <laughs> think about that. But the sore throat was what bothered me. I didn't care about the fever. The fever was going down. It was it was going to be fine. But the sore throat's a real pain in the ass. You know, every time you swallow, it's just like you're you're swallowing nails. So that that had me on Saturday was a sore throat. And then Sunday, of course, I got to do a show. And I'm like, there's no way I can go in. So we got to figure out how we can do it from home. So we rigged that up. I ended up doing an empowering through. I sounded like complete shit. 
uh, but we got through it and it was fine. And then Sunday I was just watching football and I started feeling better. And now the sore throat is gone. I still sound like crap. Uh, the fever's gone. Everything's basically gone except my voice hasn't, my voice is still gone. That's the uh, problem. So that's it. It was like two days, a day and a half, two days. You know, um, after the show last week, I went and got the booster shot. Oh yeah. Yeah. Then the next day, that night hit me like a ton of bricks, man. You know what I mean? Oh, then I woke up the next morning. Then I was cool after that. Wow. But that booster shot, it, it got with me for a little bit. Oh, yeah? It got with me, yeah. Yeah. Well, it definitely got with me. Yeah, body aches equal over 40. Yeah, you're right, Ball 316. <laughs> exactly. I have those every day. You know, right, right. That's just the nap. That's just the normal, the normal noises, if you will. It seems like everybody in the stream had it. My wife is convinced that uh, that um, it, 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 they just gave it to everybody in just one fell swoop this entire, um, uh, you know, over this break. Over the you know, holidays. Over yeah. the holidays. They just yeah. gave it to everybody over the holidays. And that's fine. Everybody get it and get on with it. Well, you, you know, know what I mean? But I see, I, I see I, that's, that's, there lies the problem with me. You know, I don't want to continue to talk about it. You know what I mean? And then she wants to continue to talk about it. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I don't want to talk about it either. Me neither. Yeah, me I'm not neither. one of these guys that goes on Twitter and says, "Oh, I've got this," and you'll feel sorry for me. Like, give me a break. Right, 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 yeah. right. Stop. Right, but yeah, man, as uh, you know, those games on on on, you know, over the over the weekend, I, I watched all of them. Cincinnati didn't have a shot. They didn't have a snowball's chance in hell. Well, I was texting Uh-oh. with you during that game. And I'll right. tell you, that first drive from Alabama, how impressive was that, man? <laughs> that running back, he does not go down. No, no, no. I mean, he and he he's he's one of those guys that's been in Alabama for like five years. I know. Just sat on the bench, just waiting the his bench turn. for five years. Yep, just yeah. waiting his turn. They, they bring in a freshman. He doesn't care. He's going to sit right there. And he finally gets his opportunity in the last game. He, that game, he had over 200 yards rushing. Unbelievable. He was like man. a ping pong ball, just just running people over, man. Yeah, he really was. And and the thing about him is, like, there there was a, a point years ago when you, you'd say an Alabama running back, I don't know if I'm all that interested. They're usually shot by the time they get to the NFL because exactly. they've had so much wear and tear. Exactly. Well, this guy hasn't. This nope. was really the only year. So I think I think he's, uh, you know, uh, he might be a looking to have for a bucket, pretty good, yeah. pretty good career in the NFL. Right. Uh, you look at Harris that, this year, man. Harris, if he had an offensive line, he would have oh, balled for Pittsburgh. But you know, and did you see? Did you see what um what Big Ben said over the weekend? What that that this is it? Yeah, he said yeah. that um you know this you know he's not saying he's going to quit because you know he that he said he doesn't deal in what is it he doesn't deal in absolutes, but um he 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 is saying that you know if you know, all this you know all signs are pointing towards this being his last regular season game at home at Pittsburgh. Yeah. At Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah tonight against Cleveland. And I see, I see the line is flipped in that game. Uh, Cleveland was favored by like two and a half, three points. And now it's moved the other way. Uh, Why would of, that be? I, I don't know. From I mean, I don't know if something, I don't know if Mayfield, maybe Mayfield's out. I don't know. I didn't really care about the game because I can't stand Cleveland and Pittsburgh's been, been awful to watch all year they've been out of it and you know i'll you know, watch call some my of it. brother yeah i might call my brother make him watch it with me <laughs> oh yeah well we were gonna have him on the show at one point yeah we need to still we should 
you know, so he, he, he's a uh, My brother is just an ornery dude, bro. Yeah, he is. He is an ornery dude, man. I like ornery. Oh, he's that's exactly what he, he's ornery dude, and he believes wholeheartedly in the right to bear arms. Okay, <laughs> I, I like that. I like the way you say ornery because you're really it's ornery. Yeah, For a yeah. lot of people say ornery, right? O r n y, maybe ornery. I like that. No, well, that's 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 him, and that's why I'm saying it because of him. You know, he is he is he's he is he is not a nice dude, man. If wow. you don't know him, man, he is not a nice dude. Wow, put it like that. Jeez, I kind of like this guy already. I oh. haven't even met him. Bro, he was the. I never got to play in any reindeer games with my brothers, man, because oh, he yeah. was like, no, 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 I don't want, no, leave me alone, no, everything was no, leave me alone, leave me alone, and he, he was a little skinny dude growing up. I mean, I mean, little bitty skinny dude growing up, man, uh-huh. real skinny, and he would just pick fights and then get beat up and then come get me so I can go beat them up. It was a many a days. Uh-huh. You know, police came to the house or people's parents came to the house because he started a fight. I had to go bail him out, fight, the fight, not just that dude, but the rest of the family because of him. And then I get in trouble for it. Wow. You know what I mean? I was always bailing him out. But now he's a big dude now. He's just shorter than I am. He's a big dude now. And he doesn't care about it. He, he, he's, he's willing and able to give anybody anything they want. When we're coming up to him, bro. He's trying to give you everything you want and more. Wow. So he's that type of guy now. Okay. Uh, good to know. I like him already, Barrett. I haven't even <laughs> talked to him. John Shelton's asking if Georgia minus two and a half. And I said, yeah, I already took it. I oh, took Georgia. In, I would in, take Georgia also. In the, in the rematch. Yep. Yeah. I just thought – I Bryce Young played the game of his life thus far against Georgia in the SEC championship game. He was brilliant. And I just think George is going to learn from that. And there's something Cincinnati, maybe you could tell me. Cincinnati was doing some things to confuse him a little bit defensively. Yes. Yep. And he also, the the loss of Mechie, who was a great receiver for Alabama, who got hurt near the end of the game against Georgia in the SEC championship game. You didn't you started to see what Alabama is without him against Cincinnati. Yep. It forces the other guy who's the, the bigger play receiver to play a different way. Yeah. But you have to put him in the slot slot. You then have to, you know, you have to move him around a little more. Cause he's, cause he's big. He's not mm-hmm. one of those guys that instantly gets off the field. I mean, gets off the ball real quick. You have to put him in a positions where you move him around, you know, so people can't get their hands on him. So you can, you know, you generate offense for him. Right. Mechie, he was just so fast, man. He didn't need anybody. You put him in a slot, he can go anywhere. And, and he's great in the red zone, to too. Exactly. He, yeah, he's great in the red zone. Great hands. It was a big, that's a big loss for, for Alabama. But, and I think you, they're going to feel that against Georgia this time. No question. But you were right that, um, that, uh, since he showed Alabama something that they hadn't seen, yeah, really in their division. And that's that 3 3 defense, right? Three down linemen, three linebackers. Yeah. Like a three-three-five or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. That 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 defense allows you to to send people from different places, and you have to get your number counts right. Now, you look at what 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 the you know the Bulldogs are a team that you know they want to just put four up there and 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 you know saying go kick ass. You know what I'm saying? But that you know what since you showed them. All right, if you could show this offensive line um, different looks. 
they don't play well with different looks. Although mm-hmm. they beat that Cincinnati team because they were just a more talented team. If Georgia can take that game plan and bring people from different areas of the field, it might confuse that offensive line and they won't play as better. That offensive line is the reason why they won in the SEC championship game. Right, right. If you confuse them a little bit, you know, the Bulldogs have the defense and talent to really wreak havoc, man, especially with those linebackers that they have. So mm-hmm. that might be something that, you know, the smart might do to get those guys generating a little pressure on that quarterback. Now we got I a super we got a super chat up here. Carlos Morris, 499. We appreciate that, bud. Now he said we said Eagles and Jalen would make the playoffs at Jay's elbow room. Barrett, you and I were right. Go birds. There we go. See? There, you there go. we go. Now, were you at Jay's elbow room too? I, 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 I might have been. I don't know. <laughs> well, I bet if you go to Jay's elbow room, the first drink is on Jay. There we go. That's what there I we heard. Go. <laughs> yeah. How about that uh, that linebacker for Georgia, man? Wouldn't you love to see him in uh, don't Eagle get Green? Me, don't get me excited, man. Oh, man. Don't get me excited because, you know, he is all world. He's not only smart, he's an engineer, but he can also run with any running back tight end in the league and probably get out on the slot receiver. Yeah. Nicole but he can, also, he can also, you know, take your head off also, man. Yeah. So, Come on, man. I, that's that's a wish list that I know we won't be able to fulfill, bro. So I'm not even going to think you're about not, it. You're not even going to fantasize about no, it, No, no. Because I know better. Right. You know better. Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, even though we have three first round, I would give two first round picks to get a balling linebacker. And that's the problem. You know, I was talking with You know, we'll talk about that when we get back. But yeah, I, I want to know Seth how it went yesterday on the post-game man. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got, yeah. we got to get yes, into they that. did have the baby in the corner again. They I put know, me in the I corner again, man. I was getting messages. Stuff, Barrett's man. in the corner again. Barrett's in the corner. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's come on, man. But you know, it is. This is life we live now. It's they the got to give you a bigger table, though. Like they give you right. such a little table. <laughs> like, like you look like the big kid that had to go back to high school. Or right. Something, you right. Know? <laughs> Can't they just put give a you dunce more hat room? on or something? Yeah, man. Yeah, ridiculous. All right, well, let's take it. We'll take a short break and we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back with a whole lot more in hour number two here on the middle on a victory Monday on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. 
The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. All right, welcome back to the show. Hour number two of a Victory Monday edition of the Middle. Barrett Brooks and Harry Mays. Smash that like button on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. Hit the notifications, all that good things. And uh, we're going to be closing in. We are closing in on 10,000. Uh, we got to hit that this week. This is a big week. Huge you know, week. Huge Dallas week. week. Um, you know, whether it's Gardner Minshew or not, it's still going to be a cool week with Dallas coming in and uh, the playoffs a lock. For the next week, it depends on who we play. Most likely, I guess it will be Los Angeles, but it could be Tampa. And, uh, you know, there's still some of these Dallas fans. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And still holding out hope that it could be Dallas because uh, Dallas mathematically still, I guess, has a chance to move back up to the two seed. But that's not going to happen because I don't see uh, both Los Angeles or Tampa losing their finales against either San Francisco or Carolina, respectively. Uh, but we right, got to well, get into right. what happened on the post game show with you, Barrett. And I also want to get back into remember you and I were talking and you actually came up with the with the the verbiage for it. And I totally agree. You said way back about six, seven weeks ago, uh, maybe it was even further back than that. When when Jonathan Gannon doesn't really respect the quarterback that he's going up against, he plays his defense differently. He plays it, more aggressive. Yep. Yes. And it played out that way. I mean, you were exactly right. So I want to I want to get into like what you think might, he might do against now in the playoffs against like a Stafford, you know, a rematch against Brady, which we saw the way he played, you know, Brady uh, on that Thursday night game at the link uh, a couple of months ago. So I want to get into that after we find out what went down on the post game show with you and Seth and Ray Diddy yesterday. <laughs> what Bro, was it you, like watching that game when they fell down 10 nothing? Well, you know, I mean, of course, you know, everybody was fit to be tied, man, and, and inside the, the newsroom. Uh-huh. We're looking at this game like, what, what are we doing? Here we, here we go again. Here we go again. And then you got Ray over there. Reality check. You see, right. look at it. You know, they're doing it. We all see it. We all see it. You know, they're just going off. And I'm sitting back like, I cannot believe we are going through this right now. We're going to let them get up 10 to nothing again. And, yep. and, and lo and behold, what happens? So during that whole time, we're sitting there watching the game. I was still at I was still in a point where there was no way we were going to lose the game. I knew that. Right. No way we we're going to lose the game. But then we come out in the second half and we start doing what we're supposed to do. And I'm good with that. But I'm still seeing traits from Gannon, which is really pissing me off because we're not aggressive. He didn't get aggressive until towards the end of the fourth quarter, mid-fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Then he really started sending blitzes, and then he stopped again. I don't, I don't understand it because when you're playing against these upper echelon quarterbacks, you cannot sit back and and, and allow them to pick you apart. And that's exactly what he's going to do. If you play back and you play in a defense in which it's so vanilla that wherever a guy lines up, that's where he ends up, then it's already a, a you know a read that all right, I know where to, I'm going to go with the ball before the ball's even snapped. And that's a problem because you can't you can't do it. So that means the chains are going to keep moving. You're not going to be aggressive aggressive enough. You don't give the defensive line enough ch- of, of a chance to rush the passer. And that's the problem right there. I mean, yes, we have a pretty good defensive line, but it's all for not if you don't give him an opportunity to rush the passer because the quarterback knows where the ball is going, so he's going to get the ball out of his hands in less than two seconds. It's going to take that long for the defensive line to get there. And that's was that's that's where lies the problem. Right. We don't sit enough. So I was talking to Seth about why is it that we we don't you know blitz a lot. And I'm looking at you know looking at the DBs. I think we have some pretty good DBs. I think the secondary is okay. 
I think they can cover the slide with Avante, you know, both corners, Nelson and Slay, both safeties, you know, Harris, McLeod, those guys are okay. I'm like, where is the disconnect at? And he finally, you know, broke down where he thinks the disconnect is. And I, I tend to agree with him. At the linebacker position, when you blitz, you got to have guys in the middle of your defense that can cover also. And TJ Edwards, although he's been great at stopping the run and, and being that guy that's the hammer, his covering abilities aren't that good. Hmm. So you have to make sure that you put him in a position to be successful. And that means you can't blitz a lot because you don't want him covering a lot. Okay. So Singleton, he can probably, you know, cover a little better. But still, when you don't have that solid interior of, a, of, of, of your defense, it's hard to go out there and be really aggressive. So I kind of see where, you know, the dilemma that Gannon's in. But it still doesn't change the fact that you got to do something. You can't sit back and play vanilla defense like that or else we're going to lose games from the start. So and, I, and I did see Boom, was it was a Boom um, something 7-5 or whatever his name is? Boom Bap. Boom Bap, yeah. Well, you know, I I, I got to look up um, exactly what he said, but he's like, you know, um, okay, yeah, I understand, man. We're on borrowed time. The Eagles are on borrowed time, but we are in the playoffs, baby, and that's all I'm worried about. You know what yeah. I'm saying? This is a learning experience for this team. Yeah, we didn't we did see not this. I did not we see it coming. No. Even you, did you no. think we were going to be in the playoffs? No. I, I know you said nine wins. But, but I did not know we were going to be in the playoffs. There yeah. was no way I would have thought we were going to be in the playoffs. Right. Even with the extra game. Because this is a learning – this this was a learning year. And what this, is learned, what this is teaching this young team, that they are good enough to take that next step. You know, that they just sped up their maturation of being a team that could be a contender in this division now. Right. Now, and people don't understand what Dallas – Dallas is on the way down now. They're up right now, but at the end of this season, they're going to be on the way down because, number one, they can't pay people now. That salary cap right now, they're at the very end. They're barely squeaking by with that salary cap. They paid the quarterback. They paid the running back. They paid the receivers. Right. You know what I'm saying? They're playing the defensive guy. They still got to pay Van Der Esch. They got to pay a whole lot of people right now. Right. So this is the decline. This is exactly what happened to Seattle. Seattle, when Russell Wilson was on his rookie contract, is when they were their best team because they went out and paid the defense as opposed to playing offense because he was so good. Right. So you didn't have to, you know, allot that money anywhere. Well, well Dallas yeah. has a lot that money now. And he was also, what, a third-round pick. Right. So, so his was a, salary was nothing. Yeah. The Eagles are in that same position right now with Jalen Hurts, three first-round draft picks. Yeah, that's Young guys that they drafted that are playing well. These are guys that they draft. These aren't free agents that they brought in. These are young guys being molded in the Philadelphia Eagle way at a young age that they drafted. Yeah, you just got to hope Dickerson can stay healthy, though, because yes. his, his history is not good. Not good like at if all. You go back, if you go back and look at it, I mean, from high school to when he played at Florida State, a lot of people forget he was at Florida State first for a couple of years. He actually yep. graduated from Florida State and then went to Alabama. Right. And he was right, hurt at right. Florida State. Then he was hurt at Alabama. So it's like he gets hurt, you know, pretty much everywhere. So you know why, gonna... Harry? You know why? Why? When you play a physical game like that, you're going to yeah. get hurt. Yeah. Physicality breeds injuries, man. He's just a <laughs> physical dominating player. Yeah. And when you play that aggressive, you're going to get hurt, man. Yeah, I guess so. 
So this uh, is the nature of the beast. Did you see this uh, tweet from Paul Hembakitis at Paul Hembo? He's the uh, the stat guru uh, for ESPN. He's got some good stuff. He says the most dead money this season. The Lions had sixty six million dollars in dead money. They finished, or they're two thirteen and one right now. They're not finished, but they're two thirteen and one. The second highest, the Eagles. $64 million in dead money, which wow. includes $34 million for Carson Wentz. Yes, yes. Finished, or they're at nine and seven, even with all that dead money. Then it was I'll the jump. Panthers at $53 million and the Texans at $49 million, And both of those teams are well under five hundred. So for the Eagles to make the playoffs in a rebuild year with Wentz as their highest paid player, is a remarkable achievement. $34 million allotted for Carson Wentz. Ah, da, da. That's pretty amazing. It is amazing. That's what I'm saying. Right now, this team is learning how to be good. Now, I'm not going to say it's fool's gold because it's not fool's gold because this is foundation that they're building right now. They have defined what their Eagles football is. That's what a lot of teams have, don't have a definition of who they are because at this point – they're not very good. The Eagles have shown the capacity to be a good team, even with the young players that they have. They have the youngest wide receiver core probably out of everybody right now. The elder states. Yeah, and they still need more there. Right, right. They need more. But you can bring you can bring in a veteran now right, right. to teach these young guys because you already have the young foundation there. All right. Now, Jeremiah Butler gives a super chat up here. There we go. And uh, we appreciate that. He says, still working on an ah-da-da from Ray. You now, see me pushing it? I'm pushing it, man. Okay, so you were pushing. See, I didn't watch yesterday. I apologize. I didn't watch. We pushed it again. I, I got. I even got Seth and, and Mike trying to help me out, man. Is that right? Yeah, man. I got him trying to help me out, too. Now, did, Seth, did Seth officially do an ah-da-da? Uh, yes. He did Was an ah-da-da. Was that yesterday? Yes. And, 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 and after he finished his statement, and he looked at me and said, ah-da-da. Is that I'm right? Like, there we go. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Now, were you sitting over in, in your little seat? Uh, yes, the man. Room when that happened? Oh, they man. got they got the baby in the corner again, bro. Oh, what man. are we doing? That know? is that is. Just what are we all, doing? That's terrible. Oh man. All my right, captain, um, man. My captain and my my captain, man. He's, you know, watches all the time, man. Tony, man. He said, bro. Why do you have a baby in the corner? I said, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's kind of disheartening, man. It's, it's just say, not right. You know, you, you're, you're the MFC. Like, what do you mean? You're the MFC, the mother effing captain. You right. cannot be over there. You got your own boat. You're the captain of your boat. You can't be in the corner anymore. Right. Get me all fired up, man, and I still got to be in the corner, man. See, Come they on. should they should just have all th- the, the three of you at satellite spots like that and then have Barkan <laughs> like kind of in the middle just shouting at everybody. Yeah, pointing to people. But you know why they put me over there? Because they feel as though, um, because I know TV a little better than Seth does, and I definitely know more TV than Ray. That's why they can put me over there because they know I know how to, you know, conduct myself. I know how to, you know, get to breaks, or they can come to me and I, you know, I I know how to, you know, really be the guy that they can look to, you know, if something happens. Now, if I I brought on uh, Mike Mulhern right now or amy fadul would they agree with what you just said yes they would all right yes, they all would. Right. that's, that's why they I'm put saying. me over there that's why at the desk at the desk that's why they put me over next to 
next to um next to uh Mike, Mike. in between Ray because my camera is awkward. They know that I know how to go to my camera. Okay. If Ray had to go to another camera that's not in front of him, mm-hmm. he just wouldn't look at the camera, period. Is that it, right? He'd just not, look it, at his notes. Yeah, he, he would never look up then. You know what I mean? If he has to do something extra, he's not doing anything extra. Right. If it doesn't have anything to do with his notes, or if you look at him like little things you can see from Ray, you know, when you're watching um, um, our, our pregame show or our postgame show, when he takes his pen and does this on the desk, uh-huh. that means he wants he wants to talk. Oh, okay. that's why we will. Everybody will stop. We're saying and we'll get to Ray. I got you. That's what he does. That you know, what I'm saying just little things that he does. All right, or he'll you. go like this. He'll go like this. Ah, and that means he's got something to say. You know, what okay. I mean? you got to pick up cues from him. A little cues. He won't say yeah. anything. Yeah, he won't say anything. All right, now Joe Whip says Barrett needs to upgrade his wardrobe to get on the main table. No, 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 what? no, no. No, my my gear is my gear is tight, bro. What is that? Uh, what is, is that all about? See, I'm not I'm not I'm not a I'm not a suit guy. See, Seth is the suit. You know, I call him the old man suits. He likes to go suited the boot. I got to give him more flashy jeans shirt because you see those guys they went into wearing ties. Now I'm not wearing a tie. No, no. This no. is this this is a this is a it's it's it's, it's an energetic show. You know, I don't want to go in looking right. like the old man. You know, say so I want to look trendy. You know what I mean? That's why I have to watch. Like yesterday, well, I had on a jean. It was like a jean suit jacket with pink in it, with a pink shirt, with a you know my my little uh whatever you call it, a little napkin, t- tablecloth, or where yeah. where is the tablecloth? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> <with> tablecloth. <laughs> but uh, you know, when you know my handkerchief, it was you know pink, man. Then I had an iridescent pink um watch on uh-huh. with iridescent shoes. My sneakers were iridescent. You know so, what I'm saying? So they Just matched to bring your- the whole look together. They all matched. Got to man, you got to wow. get what they come to see, man. You got to give what they come to see. You know that's that's what Seth is. Seth is the suit guy. Me, I I I have to little look a little more trendy. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I'm with you. Just a little bit more trendy. All right, now what what do you think? Uh, how do you think Gannon would treat a quarterback like Stafford in that matchup? As far as like how aggressive would you think he'd be? He would have to be more aggressive, man, because if he doesn't. Can you imagine him having Odell and um, what's the other guy's name? Um, why do I keep forgetting his name? Cooper Cup. Oh, Cooper Cup. Yeah. Imagine having Cooper Cup and Odell running around free like that. I mean, that, mm. that's tough, man. You, you, you gotta, you gotta make him make a decision quick. You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. at least delay it a second that your your pass rush can get there. You can't allow him to go out there and pick you apart, and he will pick you apart if you let him. Mm-hmm. And there lies the problem. The Rams are have a good defense, but their offense is, is what's going to make them win games. Their defense has been okay. Their offense is the reason why they've won 10 games. And, you know, past, you know, two weeks, three weeks, they've stepped it up. They were trash for like they have they went through like a, a five-game stretch where they were trash, but they're they're yeah. back now, you know. Um they have Von a tight end that's pretty it. good. Von Miller made a big play yesterday to seal that game. Yeah, finally yeah. stepped up yeah. and made made something happen. He has really done nothing against Huntley. Actually. No, he really hasn't. He's kind of been uh, been a no show for them since since he got there. But they did get Cam Akers back, also. Yeah, they did. That's big. And that's a major. major I remember factor. when he went down in the summer. Uh, we yep. were like, man, that is a huge loss, and it was exactly exactly. You know, they, what they got? Uh, they went out and got Sony Michelle. 
Yep. He's, you know, he's done a decent job for them, but getting Cam Akers back yeah. is big. No doubt Huge. about it. And then, you know, that's going to open up for Tyler Higby in the middle of the field now. Yeah, you know, I like Especially with the two receivers on the outside. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's pretty good, too. He is good. So, you know, Van Jefferson, you got Cooper Cup, you got Odell. Mm-hmm. They're pretty good. And then the offensive line is pretty good also. You know, that old man over there, left tackle, Whitworth. Oh, he's been in the league <laughs> for how long, man? Like, like 20 like 18, years almost. Yeah, 20, yeah something like that, yeah. He spent most of it in uh, Cincinnati, so, you know, he wasn't in the playoffs too much. So, you know, he got a little more rest than most offensive linemen. But, yeah, he's good, man. He's really yeah. good, man. So, I, I'm looking forward to seeing if we did play him. You got smaller linebackers and a smaller defensive line. Like, you know, Aaron Donald's. Aaron Donald's only like 270. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He just wreaks havoc, though, you know. He's unbelievable. Um, yeah, Von Miller, he's a little guy also, like 240. Um, uh, Leonard Floyd, 240. Those right. are small as far as defensive end slash pass yeah. rushers. And when you get guys that are, you know, six foot eight, 380 pounds coming off the ball, you know, the laws of physics tend to go in your favor because you can press those guys off the ball. You just got to run the ball. Don't get caught up in the, you know, you got to, you know, play catch up because yeah. now you're throwing the ball. And you don't want to throw the ball against that defense. You want to run the ball consistently. Make them get off the ground every single play. It's harder to, to stop the run than it is to um, stop the pass. You can pass rush. You know, those guys can get up the field. You know, they can do that all day. Right. But when you're battling double teams and guys, you know, over 300 pounds leaning on you, it takes a toll from you on the, on the, on the defensive side. It really takes a toll on you. I like that reader, Troy Reader, the linebacker. It's good. He's good, too. Yes. He's yeah. he's very good. Yeah, now, he can run too. What do they? Do, what do you think they do? The Rams defensively on Devontae Smith is that a Jalen Ramsey wherever he goes kind of thing? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. They want to take him out the game. They want to make everybody else beat them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because you'll you know, take your chances. Like if Jalen Ragor steps up and has the game of his life, you'll live with that all day. Right. All day. But um, I, I think you know. I don't know how they're going to defend Dallas Goddard. Hmm. I mean, who do they have that can really defend Dallas Goddard? They don't have a linebacker that can run with him. Everybody else is too small. In fact, um, I think they'll switch off, you know, with 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 Smith and and um, you know with Smith and have uh, you know have him on Smith, or they might have him on um, Goddard also, uh-huh. trying to stop him and and you know equalize him because he. He's he can be a focal point. He can keep those chains moving. And at this point, I I, I do see Hertz having a lot of of you know. He he has a lot of trust in Goddard's ability to get open and catch the yeah. tough catches. Yeah, they're starting to really sort of develop a chemistry now between exactly, the two of them, exactly. which which did not exist in the first couple of weeks of the season. And you couldn't because yeah. you had, you know, another tight end there. You know, you also had Hertz. Yeah, for the first couple That's of what weeks. I'm saying. You, yeah. I need for the Eagles to also have their other tight ends step up a little bit also, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Stoll. we don't use them enough. You know, yes, they Jake Stoll, you know, he I mean he's he's shown the ability, you know, even though he's a rookie, he doesn't play like a rookie. You know, I, I like his game. And you know, and Jackson, Tyree Jackson. Yeah. I need a little more production out of him too. I mean, yeah, but you can't see, expect anything out of him in a playoff stats, game. His, he's he's a big dude. Yeah, but you can't expect anything out of a out of him yet. 
Can well, you? I mean, I mean it, we're gonna need somebody else. Yeah. They gotta run, they gotta run, they gotta run a little, you know, 12 personnel, 13 personnel, one running back, two tight ends, mm-hmm. three tight ends. They need to run out a little bit, and, and those guys need to step up. He's six foot seven, 250 pounds. Come on, man. Yeah. Let's get him the rock, man. Get him the ball. He still didn't have a, a catch. Yeah, that, that is ridiculous. I don't think, he has I think a catch. He, I think he's he has a target or two, though. Yes, he's he dropped he dropped a real drop one last week. Yeah, right. You can't drop those opportunities, man. You know, I need you know Jake Stoll and, and Tyree Jackson to really step it up. I don't know, so, man. I'm not expecting anything about that from them. I'll tell you that right now. I know that it'd be nice, but I'm not expecting it. I want to know is is Miles Sanders going to be back? Because I know they didn't put him on IR. No, they they didn't put him on IR. He'll he'll be back. I think well, he'll he be needs back. to be back. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. use the other hand. Yeah, they, you know, I remember I played with Deuce. Deuce broke his hand, and he was able to play the next game. Right. He just carried it in the other hand. You know, he just can't switch it off. Now, did so. you see any of these quotes from the Dallas Cowboys about the officiating yesterday in the game against uh, Arizona? No, I can't say that I looked into anything they were doing. Yeah. Um, there's some quotes here. C.D. Lamb said, it just wouldn't – it just – we couldn't get a rhythm. The refs wouldn't let us get a rhythm, end quote. Wow. All right. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence says, quote, I'm going to let the NFL handle that. I know it's a possibility we see both of these teams in the playoffs, meaning the Arizona Cardinals and the same officiating crew. Uh, you know, wow. hopefully the NFL, he says, hopefully the NFL can sit down with their team, review the film, learn from their mistakes, and get better from it. How about that? Wow. That's um, bold, isn't it? Yeah. Says here it was the fourth time this season the Cowboys have had double digit penalties and the most they've had since a 14 penalty 166 yard day against the Raiders. Remember that on Thanksgiving? That got yeah, that was the game. worst. Yeah, oh, it was terrible. That was the worst. That was I mean, they had a drive that had like five in a row, didn't it? it was like yeah. four, four penalties in a row, didn't it? Yeah, that was Sean Hockley's crew. Uh, Leighton Vander Esch says, if you look around the league, this isn't just the first time it's happened. There's other games around the league that have been dictated by, I don't know if it's incompetence or what it is. Man, they are trashing the officials. <laughs> now, they're going to get fined for that, too. You know that, right? You would think so, right? No, they, they're they going to get fined for that. There's no way that you can't get fined for that. You got to get fined for that. Even Jerry Jones. He was looking at it's um he'll probably pay their, pay their fines. Because you can't talk about the refs like that, man. The the ref was Novak was the last name. That was his crew. Um he Jerry Jones expected there to be flags once he saw it was Novak's crew. But he was not critical of the officiating as he was after the Raiders loss. Evidently, this Novak, his crew averages eight point two penalties per game which oh, is the second highest or... second highest i think it's uh total wow second highest uh to carl cheffer's crew who's 8.3 this is according to espn stats and jerry was uh quoted as saying uh this group calls a lot of ticky tack <laughs> you hear that he calls them ticky tack <laughs> i love that man 
You could call a you can call a holding penalty. You can call you can call something on every single play, man. But you want to have the Florida game, right? Now notice we know how, that. You notice how those bowl games there weren't a lot of penalties. Exactly, they let them play. Yeah, they, they did let them play because you know it's happening. You know, periodically, Randy. Oh my God, excuse me. <laughs> Randy Gregory says playing against the refs again, like usual. It seems like an every week occurrence. End quote. That's man, that's 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 America's team. They lost. So they're a little pissed off because they lost, man. Man, that's all it is. That's all it is. Wow. That's I've never seen I've never seen quotes like this coming from players, though. Me neither. Not that many players at that. No. You know, usually it's one stupid player that'll do it. But right. you know, Dallas has a bunch of stupid players that say it. Now, you usually can't you usually can't get away with that. Dak Prescott says, quote, yeah, we will play against whoever. We'll play against 11 and the others if we have to, end quote. Do they not understand that this, that other refs and other ref officiating crews are, are looking at the same thing? Yeah, he says, quote, I've become accustomed to it, honestly. I don't know if we ever got things that necessarily go our way, but we can't sit there and cry about it. You just got to go play the hand that you're dealt and try to overcome those things, and don't put yourselves in those situations so we can do a better job of not putting ourselves in those situations and keep them out of the game, end quote. <laughs> That's the quarterback. Right. Bro, they, wow. they, they're they not a disciplined team in the first place. You know what I'm saying? They got to look not. at their first. I mean, the Eagles start out the same way. Remember the Eagles were getting calls every. Oh yeah, they were they were led the league for right. the first five or six weeks. Exactly, of the season. exactly, exactly, and they didn't cry about it. You know what I'm saying? They didn't cry about it at all. You know, it just comes with you know that that just comes with the territory, man. You know, sometimes you get the bear, sometimes the bear gets you. You don't need to cry about it. You know, you're just making more enemies for yourself. I agree. I think I think you're putting more of a target on your back, aren't you? Exactly. You're definitely doing that, and that's what happens, man. You cannot think that you're gonna go through a game and and talk about you know you know talk crazy about the refs and not think they're gonna respond to it. So the next time you have that crew, you know what's gonna happen. Yeah, and that Nat McCarthy, he's a whiny sack of shit, isn't oh, he? I, I can't stand him, man. I can't either. I can't I stand him as a coach, man. Yeah, I mean they won a Super Bowl in Green Bay in spite of him. Exactly. We know this now. We know yeah, this Aaron now. Aaron Rodgers might have two or more if it weren't for <laughs> <Right>. McCarthy. <laughs> right. <laughs> That was unbelievable, man. You know, the fact that he was – I mean, he is so bad, bro. I mean, yeah. even even, the, even the, the clock management, like the way the Cardinals made him call a, t- um, a timeout during the end of the game, made him call a timeout because he had, you know, they had a kicker on and uh, the quarterback on, forced a timeout, and then at the end of the game they couldn't challenge because they didn't have any more timeouts. Right. Left, and it would have went in their favor if they would have challenged it. Yep. But they had already used all their timeouts. You know, that, that's just him. That's his fault. He did that. I agree. All right, we're going to take uh, one last timeout. We'll be back with the final half hour. we still got to get into this uh, Antonio Brown meltdown. And I still got to go over with you uh, the New Year's Day stuff. Um, you know, what you did on New Year's. Did you watch all the bowl games? I thought the games on New Year's Day, aside from the night game, were very, very good. Right. Uh, right. But we'll get into all that and a whole lot more here on the middle on a victory Monday. 
This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. All right, welcome back to the show, final half hour. And I apologize for my voice. Uh, it'll get better as the week goes on. I promise you that. <laughs> I got a little, I got a little raspiness also, man. So I'm not, I'm not yeah. worried about it, bro. Yeah, a little bit, man. Just a little bit, man. Oh, you yeah. look. I looked on the stream. What's my, that? My, uh, my boy Tony, the MFC. He's <laughs> he, You know, I always pick Jalen Rager. You know what I'm saying for my player, you know, because I got caught in the past where I picked a player that's a good player as my standout player, and they end up getting hurt. Okay. So I became a little, you know, you know, weary of, of picking a good player. 
you know, in, in, in game type situations. So that's why I picked for the past seven weeks, eight weeks, Jalen Rager. And since I've been picking the past eight weeks for 75 yards or more as my standout player, we've been winning. Well, you know, right. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But Ray Gore hasn't done squat except a little punt return. Right. So yeah. my 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 boy Tony's always talking about you better not pick Tony. Uh you better not pick Jalen Rager again. I'm like, I do, man. So you look, he's on the stream. Barrett, are you picking Rager again this week? I'm okay. like, yes, I will well, be so, picking him again this week. So it's man. it's almost like a bit now. Right. Where, where right. It's like right, he, it's right. just part of the thing. Exactly. So, okay. you know, when he does make a catch, you know, so everybody in the newsroom claps and they give me a standing ovation if he gets a, a, a good punt return or, of course, I right. haven't had any, you know, real good standing ovation. I had two last week, though. Right. He gave me do two big plays last week, but I mean, other than that, you know, he's done nothing, but he's been healthy. So I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm good with it. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to ruin anybody else's career. So I just stick with Jalen Rager. So that's, okay. that's my, you know, my stick now. You know, I, right. I always so pick him, man. You're going to take, you're going to take him next Saturday. Yes, for for you know seventy five yards, um, seventy five yards, and I usually say um, two first down conversions. They don't even put that in anymore. They stopped putting that in a long time, but they just say seventy five yards or more. When they say it's just so un, unrealistic, you know what I'm saying that it's going to happen. But I, I do it every right. week now, and it's been working. The team right now is in the playoffs because of me. All right, you know, I so take you're that, a I superstitious that. lot. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to pat myself on the back. My arms, my shoulders won't let me do that anymore, so right, I can't right. do it, man. So, you know, it's, it's because my my Jalen Rager's pick right. that we're in a position we're in right now. Okay. All right. <laughs> Whatever works, Barrett. You know? Whatever works. Whatever you know, we works. all see it. We all see it. Now, speaking of that, before we get into Antonio Brown, I saw a couple of the Dr. Rick parking commercials yesterday during, right. during the games, and I got to admit, they don't have any effect on me anymore. No, they they haven't been. They man. really don't. But I have saw a new commercial, man, that I like. I like a little bit. Man. Which one? It's the uh, the one with the emu, and um, he's it's, it's it's actually you know it's an insurance commercial, Liberty Liberty um, Mutual. Insurance. Yeah, yeah. But the guy, you know, Spider Man, he says if I get bit by a spider, I can oh, go. Up that's and... that's been out a while. <laughs> I know, man. But I, you I like enjoy that one. It, I enjoy it, man. Oh so my god! When the spider bites, he goes ouch, and then yeah. he throws his arms like. I, yeah, and then he's got, the, he's got the big swollen <laughs> lip, and he's being right. wheeled into an uh, of an ambulance, right? He's like, "Did it work?" <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. No, man. I'm not. I'm not riding with you on that one. <laughs> I can't go there with that one. <laughs> there hasn't been a lot of there hasn't been a lot of good commercials out here lately, man. No. I've been trying, man. I've been no, trying. No, it's, it's kind of that after the holidays now void, you know. You got all yeah, the car yeah. commercials leading into like early January. Now those are going to start going by the boards and you got to do something else. Right, 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 right. Yeah. All right. So, let's man. get into this Antonio Brown stuff. I, I'd love to get the reaction uh, from you guys watching the games. Cause you had to have seen this probably either if one channel's on the red zone or something or at the halftime uh, of the broadcast. No, it actually wouldn't have been halftime because it happened in the third quarter of the right. one o'clock window game. So it would have been, Maybe you didn't see it because maybe you were no, already doing post game. Oh, you did. I saw it afterwards. It's been showing. It's been playing all through the day. Oh, okay. So, did you guys see it though before the end of the post game show, while you were all together? Um, we heard about it. Yes, we okay. didn't. We didn't speak on it, but all right. Because I'm reading speak. here this. This I didn't know until just now. The MetLife Stadium security 
told ESPN that at first they thought Brown was a fan that had leaped onto the field. One security officer said, quote, we thought he was a jumper. <laughs> Adding that as Brown went through the tunnel, he asked state troopers for a ride to the airport, but they told him no. <laughs> oh, how about, see, that's what I, I told you. I, I saw the picture of him waiting outside the game. He had showered an and Uber. put his street clothes on. He's waiting right. for an Uber with his luggage. You know, that, that's just so sad, man, you know, because, you know, as a player, you know, I, I've never seen anything like this in my life. I've never experienced anything like that in my life. And, you know, it just goes, sure, no sane person who doesn't have mental health issues would do anything like that. Right. I mean, he gave up not only on his team, man, during a game. Yeah, and he, I can see if it's like in practice or something. This is practice, right? Apparently, Ar Arians was trying to put him back in the game. Right. At first, I thought Brown wanted to go back in the game, and Arians didn't want him to go back in. But apparently, that's not the case. It was Arians wanted him to go back on the into the onto the field, and Brown refused. Right. Right. And you know what? Which I, is bizarre, bro. There's nothing that Bruce Arians, my position coach, or anybody that would make me want to do anything like that. So there's nothing logical about what happened yesterday. It's 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 a chemical imbalance. This is this is something that's that's psychologically wrong with this this young man. Yeah. You know, he he just doesn't have it all. He he's not he's not in a position to make decisions right now. You know what I'm saying? That was just a bad decision and you know, he, he, this is clinical. This is, has nothing to do with him. It's more so that he just doesn't have it, man. You know, he, he's, he's, he's psychologically challenged, man. He needs, he needs help. He yeah. needs to go get some type of help for this because you can't make those type of decisions like that and, and think that they're sane decisions. You well, know, now, I've been right. around people like that. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously something, you know, at, at he work He can't control himself. Right. Yeah. Um, and he obviously wasn't allowed back on the team charter. So he right. had to find his own way back to Florida, which is where he lives. Uh, but Spotrack uh, tweeted, uh, Spotrack is the uh, account that keeps track of all the contracts for athletes. Uh -huh. Brown needed eight <laughs> more catches to trigger a bonus in his contract worth $333,000. He needed 55 more receiving yards to kick in another $333,000. And only one more receiving touchdown to kick in another $333,000. All three bonuses amounted to a million bucks, and he was just shy of all of them. Ignorance. And wigged out. And ran off the field. I mean, you already had the situation, you know, that I'm not even talking about what happened prior to this season. I'm just talking about the, you know, the the, the fake, um, you know, vaccination records. You know, that that's, that's you know, all right. I, I, I can kind of understand that, you know what I'm saying? So being Bruce Harris, head coach, you know, he let that slide. And according to him, you know, from that point on, hey, everything was over with. We're rocking and rolling. We're playing football now. Right. Then this happens in a game. He needs medicine, man. He needs his yeah. body. He needs some type of medicine to control 
what he does. He can't yeah. control his behavior. He right, just he can't do it. He had the fake vaccine card too. Remember that? Right, that's, that's what, what saying, got yeah, him suspended fake... for a couple of games. Yeah, yeah. And even even Arians let that go. I don't think right, he wanted to. He did, yeah. You know, I don't think he wanted to. I think I was Brady. Like, no, dude, just let him slide one more time for me, please. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Brady's gone out on a limb for this dude. Brady <laughs> has done over. Yeah, he's been overly attentive to 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 his psychological needs, man. Yeah, and he just he just. He can't help himself, man. He he needs help, bro. He needs help. He needs serious help. He needs he needs um he needs to take his medicine, bro. That's that's it. That's it in a nutshell. He needs to take his medicine because nobody in their right mind would do that. Nobody in their right mind would even think that that's appropriate. Right. And then he sends out, you know, that you know, football doesn't define you. I'm not saying football defines yeah. you, Nobody but it's gonna be hard. That. You'll be hard pressed to go out and find you a job. You know, making the money that you're making right now, exactly in the regular world, right? You're not. Go, they don't just grow on trees, bro. You know, what I'm saying I, I, I've been retired since '07, and I still uh-huh. haven't seen that amount of money each year come in right. since I retired. So you know, what I'm saying that's all, all but gone. People aren't. People aren't. You know, you you become a novelty now. You're not a football player. They don't see you as a football player anymore. They see you as a novelty. It's you like know, the, something to laugh at now. It's like the captain from Cool Hand Luke. Remember right. That, remember that line? <laughs> cool Hand Luke. There you go. What we got here is a failure to communicate. <laughs> Some men you just can't reach. Remember right. that quote? <laughs> yep. That guy was awesome, man. So you get what we had here last week, which is the way he wants it. <laughs> so now he gets it. Classic. Uh, but yeah, that's, I, know, I couldn't. I couldn't believe what I was seeing, man. He was taking off his shirt, and his, he had the pads on, and the and the jersey. Then he starts ripping off the gloves, right? And Mike Evans and OJ Howard were trying to calm him down, right, on the sideline. Right. He was having none of it. What What could possibly happen? What could possibly have been said to make him react like that? There's nothing that could probably said or react make me react in that manner. To stop and just quit in the middle of a game. Mm-hmm. I know BA. I've been coached by right. BA. Bruce He's Aarons, not yeah. that type of dude. Bruce Aarons is 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 one of the coolest coaches you could be around. He's a player. He's by coach. far. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's by far one of the you know best coaches I've ever been around. You know, he's got more soul than I do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. He's that smooth as a coach. He, I mean, he gonna tell you the truth, man. He gonna live. He gonna he gonna break it down to you. Look, man, this is what it is. You know, there's no lying about. It. He's not gonna lie to you about anything. He gonna tell you the truth, whether you like it or not, good, right. bad, or indifferent. And that's what you want as a player. You want to be told the truth. I can't see. I can't fathom what was said to him to make him react that way. I know. I mean, come on, man. I mean, just leave all that on the table like that. Didn't Le'Veon Bell basically walk off the field? Uh, Who was that that did it for Pittsburgh? Oh, Wasn't it him? No, it might have been AB again. <laughs> was it AB? It might have been. I, I'm just, I'm, I can't remember. The stream will probably remember. I remember there was a cornerback that played for um, Buffalo 
that quit. Oh, I think his last he name quit Davis. at halftime, right? Yeah, he's like, man, I, I can't do it. He just yeah. he, look. I Davis, can't do it. wasn't it? Yeah, Davis. Davis. Yeah, yep. yeah. Just quit. Well, you know, you you're right about that. You know, Tom Brady washed his hands with him. Yeah, yes. he's got. He, to, he can't yeah. do it anymore. You know what I'm saying? No. I mean, you can't. You know, he's not gonna put his name. He's put his name. He's put. He's put him. His whole, you know, who he is, you know what I'm saying, on the line for this kid. And this is how he treats him? Yeah, it was crazy. Really you know, crazy. Brady put, you know, I mean, that's ridiculous that, you know, Brady goes above and beyond for this dude, and that's how he repays him? I know. He that's lived ridiculous. with him. Yeah. That's ridiculous, man. That is ridiculous. I got to look that up. For some reason, I'm thinking there was something – situation with a Pittsburgh Steeler player. And I don't think it was A.B. Mm. Uh, you know, the Sammy, I, I don't think it's, you know, he he got what he wanted out. I think A.B., I think, you know, Brady really genuinely wanted uh, A.B. to be successful. You know, he understood that he had some stuff that was wrong with him and tried to help him out. I really mm. think so. Yeah. Oh, this is Super Chat 999. I appreciate it. Oh, Jeremiah Butler. Yeah. We my point is we don't know what the context is. It's easy to create the crazy narrative given his history. But what if he was stiffed by the organization? I think it's a different conversation. Well, I don't know what you mean by stiffed by the organization if the coach wanted to put him back in the game. Like right. I could see if you're going there, if the coach was like, no, Brown stays on the sidelines as a way to sort of prohibit him from reaching his bonuses. That I can understand. Me too. Me too. I can understand but, that. I mean, apparently the situation is the opposite. What well, am I hearing there? <laughs> my phone, my phone. Oh, okay. Um, I, you know, I don't know a situation would warrant that. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know if a situation would warrant that. But, I mean, I could see a, a player being really, you know, upset and flipping out if he knew he was close to a couple of bonuses. Yeah, you and know, that's happened before. He's got an incentive-laden deal, and then the, yes. all of a sudden the organization is like, uh, take so-and-so out. <laughs> we, don't wanna, it, we don't want him to get to those bonus levels. So that I could see. Um, it's, 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 to me, it's, it's more so that this has nothing to do with anything that's saying it has everything to do with, you know, him not being able to control, himself. you know what I'm saying? His mind yeah. himself, yeah. he can't control it. And then some people and, go, know, uh, were going back yesterday, Barrett, I don't mean to cut you off, but they were going back yesterday saying, maybe this goes back to that Vontez perfect hit. Remember when he got, he got popped. Yeah, Ivantes perfect, yep. and he yeah. hasn't been right since. Some people say I don't know if that's well, the case. Either, that's but. that's that's serious. Also, you know, yeah. concussions and 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 you know, dealing with CTE. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I I you know, I often you know play around with it, but I do see some some cognitive delays. You know, so even with myself, you know, mm -hmm. I'm not as sharp as I used to be. And then you know, even still, when I try to go get money from the NFL, right? Since I'm not as bad as the people I've seen. I, I'm I, I'm not at the you know level in which they would you know they would award me anything. Okay. You know, but 
I, I think it's unfair because I started out higher than most of those guys, anyways. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not a dumb guy. You know, I'm I'm, I'm I think myself oh, fairly yeah. intelligent. You know, I mean, you know, I you know, you got degrees, graduate. Bro. Yeah, I got the graduate degree. You know, what I'm yeah. saying health healthcare administration. You know, I right. mean, I could you know run a hospital if I wanted to. Is is not necessarily where I am as opposed to where they are, mm-hmm. but I'm not where I used to be. So I know that there's delays. So, you know, people understand, you know, how the human, you know, brain works. You know, a concussion is your brain being bruised. Right. You know, you know, it's, 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 it's you know, it's, it's a little bit of cushion up there, you know, but once you get racked, man, you know, you, you bruise your brain. I mean, that's, that's serious, man. And right. you know, that might be one of the issues that he's going through. It could be. You know what I mean? I mean it might you know, be one of the issues. We've seen these, you know, situations and tragically, you know, with guys, you know, committing suicide and you know, it's well right. documented. Whether that player, a couple of, I, I don't know how many, long ago it is now that former receiver uh, played with what the Chargers and Tampa was found in a hotel room in Tampa. Right. Remember, he had yeah. been like his family hadn't seen him in about a month, and all of a sudden right. he shows up in a hotel room and he's dead. And now they've they've looked into that, and that he had serious CTE. Yes. So it, this this you know hopefully this does not end badly like that. Right. Um, I mean, and that that could be a possibility. You know. Yeah. Here, this guy is. You know, he's he's he was. You know, I mean, even Junior Seau. Yeah. You know, oh, he, yeah. He, he committed suicide. He shot himself in the face, didn't he? Right. And yeah. and you know. We're talking about one of the most successful um, linebackers ever played the game. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he had everything in front of him. You know, Rich had, uh, you know, family that loved him. You know, he really didn't have anything that you would say, you know, that would use look as a negative. Right. It was CTE that, that brought him to that. Vincent Jackson is the guy I was referring to. Vincent Jackson, the receiver. That's right. Vincent yeah. Jackson. Yep. He had stage two CTE, they said. This is just a couple of weeks ago. They diagnosed um, former receiver Vincent Jackson, who was found dead in the Florida hotel room in February. So it's almost a year ago after they they um, after they found him. But now they've determined that he had stage two CTE. There's another uh, there's another player that um, I think he played defensive, played cornerback or something, killed his family, then killed himself. Oh yeah, this is just recently. Like wasn't that maybe in a South Carolina ago. or something? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, this that, is like two months ago. Really bad. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this is serious, man. You know what I mean? And and you know, it's it's tough, man. And and all these players, like even myself, if we had it all over to do again, I I would definitely play again. You know what I mean? It's just right. before before now, there was no um testing for it. There was no means of, you know, if you if you got dinged up or something. You know, you just played. You kept playing because you couldn't make the club in the tub. You know, you couldn't right. show any type of weakness. So you had to go out there and play. At least now they have checks and balances where, you know, the teams are responsible for that now. I suppose that back then they used to give me ice and ibuprofen and send me out on the field. Like, how many fingers you got up, Brooksy? Right. You got up. Oh, yeah, you're fine. Get on back out there. You right. know, there were times where I, I, I hit a linebacker. And the only reason why I didn't hit the ground as I fell on one knee and I was mm. out for a second and then they picked me up and I'm walking back to the huddle and I don't know what's going on. And I, I and I would play in like five plays and had no clue that I played in five plays. Wow. I don't remember the five plays I played in. 
but I you knew like but you plays. knew what to do during the plays, but you just don't, don't remember what, doing yes. it. I don't wow. remember doing it at all. Yeah. I now, don't John, remember it. John Dickerson says Charlie Waters. Now it wasn't Charlie Waters, you mean Andre Waters, the former Eagle. He That's committed right, suicide right. too yep. and, and had CTE. That Andre was Waters, the, you know. That was one of the early ones. Yeah, Dirty Waters. Yeah. Yep. yep. Charlie Waters was a uh Dallas Cowboy. Didn't he play for um didn't he play for the Detroit also? Maybe. Charlie Waters. Charlie Waters, uh um, he was a defensive back for Dallas back in the yeah, day. Yeah, I know. Yep, yep, yep. You're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. Let me see. Let me see how long ago. Yeah, number 41. I always I couldn't stand that guy. He was like the the vintage cowboy to me back in the old days when I was a kid. <laughs> 41, Charlie Waters. Yeah. Um not no, Ricky he, Waters. He, he only not Ricky Waters. He only played for Dallas. He didn't play for Detroit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Now, that's scary. Like you don't even remember playing. Well, you know, yeah, man. It was it was tough, man. Even now, you know, my boy Charlie, Charlie Garner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was telling me about, you know, he'd go to the mall and he'd park somewhere and didn't know where he parked. And he'd be roaming around, you know, the the, the parking lot trying to find his car. Really? He couldn't find it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like me it's in a hotel a hotel room where I don't know what floor I, I my room is. <laughs> I got this key card, but I man, what floor am I on? I'm just hitting the Bro, elevator. Just just you know, see, just the key from doing stuff like like when I go travel, when I go to these do these ESPN games, I literally take a picture uh-huh. of wherever I am. Yeah, you know, when I park in the parking garage. Yeah. That way I get off the plane and I'll right. text it to myself. Well, yeah. That way I know where it is, man. Right, but you know I'm talking I mean? about this was pre-smartphone, Barrett, when I back right. in the days in the 90s, you know, like right, right, before right. you had that technology. Right, you know? right. Shit. But I do that now, man. Oh, yeah. Know? It's I'm taking pictures, you know. I'm, I'm walking along, I'm taking a picture where I am. All right, this is where I got to go, man. <laughs> it was a couple of times where we started running into each other, right? Like, I'm like, man, I did I park here or there? Because every I, floor I mean, I ended up doing it. Every floor in a parking garage looks the same. Exactly. Doesn't it? Exactly. Yeah. And you don't know where it, which side is it on one side of the Marriott and the other side of the Marriott, you know. And you know, I did 11 games this year, you know, 11 games for Espen this year. Uh-huh. So out of those 11 games, they started to run into each other. Especially uh-huh. when it started getting cold because now you know you don't know it's, it's just, you know, the 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 sun's not out and it just looks balmy all the time. Like this looks exactly where it was, and and they try to color coordinate them. I don't know if it's the purple side or or it's the orange floor. You know, right, they, right. You know, so I mean, I I do little things like even when I come home, bro, I put my keys in a certain place every single time. That way, okay. if, you know, I know where they are because if I don't, man, I lose them, man. So I, I I'm starting to control, you know, my surroundings by making sure that all right. I'll come in. No, wait I'll a put second. My key here. No, wait a second. You lose your keys in your own house? Yes. Really? No question. Yes. No question. No question. Wow. You just just put it anywhere. Just throw it anywhere. Uh huh. I don't do that. I just put them in. I put them in the exact same place every single time. That way, I, somebody moving. Like, somebody move my keys. Who moved my keys? Okay. They know. Don't touch my keys. Leave them right there. Do I got not keys mess with my coming keys. in from overseas. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right man i'm telling you man it's, it's you know it's, it's it you know I, I laugh about it man but it's, it's serious man i know a lot of players like when i went on and did some testing i was in california remember when i was in california 
and uh, a good friend of mine, um, he played linebacker for Dallas, and I saw him there. And, you know, we broke bread together, man. But uh-huh. he tells me, you know, he doesn't have any friends anymore. He he, he lives secluded. You know, he you know he, he doesn't want to around, be around people because he lost who he was. He's he he's, he still he's he feels like he's you know he's a meek man as opposed to being a strong man he used to be. Huh. And he wanted to stay defined like that. So he never wanted to be around anybody because he see his shortcomings. He see that he's not the same guy he used to be. Wow. So they tend to, you know, separate themselves, almost become and like be hermits. A re- because, recluse. A recluse. Yep, yep. Yeah. They don't want people to see him in that capacity. Right. So, they, you know, it's tough, man. Yeah, that's. I, I could kind of imagine that. I could, you know, I can identify with that. Like, I could imagine being a – you know, you're a big, strong athlete, and everybody remembers you that way. And then they say, "Man, look at so and so." You know what I mean? You right. Know, you become like this right, exactly. sympathetic figure, and you don't want to feel. You don't want to be that. No, yeah. you don't. That's man. sad. You know. So yeah. You know this. This. This is. Uh, you know, this is this is something that you know players deal with, man. And you yeah. know, you doubt you do it all over again. You know, and and you know, just being in the you know inside the you know being in the gladiator sport. You know, in inside the yeah, you know the these domes and these these arenas and stadiums. You know, you you love the crowd, man. You love the excitement of playing. You love the the combat. You going against another man. You know who comes out. You know on top. You know you right. you love that. You love that competitive nature. But you know it's, it's a toll that yep. you have to that you know your body goes through, and not just your body, your mind goes through also. Yeah, no doubt. Yes, it's well said. It's very true. Why is it that whenever I hear the word keys, I think of that Tupac lyric? <laughs> I got keys. I have. Oh, it's one of my. It's one of my favorite like rap songs of all time. No question. <laughs> That's where they oh, end the show right there. Because exactly. we got keys. <laughs> we just can't say the rest of the lyric. Right. Okay, we're just gonna leave that go. Oh, at least at least I can't. <laughs> oh my god! And my mom would kill me if I did. Oh, exactly right. And I know she's listening because I saw her on the stream. Hello, oh, yeah, Mama yeah. Brooks. She, she, you know, she said, she said, "Is Harry okay?" She just texted me, "Is Harry okay?" Happy New but, Year. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> it takes a whole lot more than that to knock me out. Let's just put it that way. All right, we appreciate everybody joining in today. Uh, stay tuned for Cilio. I'm sure he's going to have a lot to say about the crazy uh, football weekend, college and pro, especially uh, I'd be interested in his thoughts on the whole Antonio Brown situation. And uh, look forward to this week leading into the uh, Dallas game, Barrett. And then we got playoffs. Yes, sir. It's guaranteed. All right. We appreciate it. Uh, Talk to you tomorrow at 11 o'clock. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly warm coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. 
What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.